Hello and welcome to The Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Joining me today on the show is Tavamani Gracie. Gracie is the senior vice president HR learning and administration at Kinara Capital. At Kinara Capital they help small business entrepreneurs get financial assistance. They have proudly helped 36000 plus small entrepreneurs with 200 2000 plus crore rupees of financial assistance. Welcome to our show Gracie. Uh thank you so much and I'm happy to be here. Um it's a uh, you know nice to be on this podcast and uh, talking about the hr uh, views uh, you know which helps others to you know have a chance to go through it uh, i mean it's it's a uh, happy to be here that's what i would say yes yeah, sure i'm really thankful for you to uh, for having given us some time to get into a conversation so that the listeners can definitely get some benefits out of the uh, it's discussion my pleasure. that we have today yes yes welcome again uh, grace we have seen that you have been in the hr domain right from the beginning of your career Yeah. You've also completed your PhD from uh, American Business Management and Technology College. Uh, what's your specialization in doctorate degree? And also, can you walk us through uh, your journey in HR? How did you find your calling in HR? Okay. Uh, so uh, I'll I'll start with this PhD thing. Uh, you know, PhD still I am pursuing. I have to submit my thesis, and because of COVID, it has been extended. And I, my specialization is business management, which I have taken, and I wanted to have the over overview of entire you know 360 a uh, view of how you <coughs> operate. <coughs> Sorry, how do you operate? So yeah, uh, so I started my journey. You know, uh, the handling the entire gamut of HR. you know i have been working with the industries uh, multiple diverse industries uh, having having said that you know right from apparel technology uh, education uh, engineering and now in the financial sectors so it's been a great journey i mean if i could see uh, the all the industries has a different angles and different colors uh, you know uh, different uh, way of thoughts of handling the resources so i had been experienced in all these industries and i have you know kind of seasoned uh, uh, you know hold on uh, the each activities what we uh, handle in the hr okay okay Uh, so uh, thanks uh, for uh, sharing that uh, viewpoint gracie gracie we have been reading some of your articles and in one of your articles you talk about uh, hr is one of the domain which is highly appreciated at the same time uh, under high pressure when a company is experiencing the growth okay can you share some insights on this yeah hr being a key person you know when when a company is in in, in the growth stage hr become a key person hr be in the spotlight and i know hr has to think as a 360 view as i said uh, you know it becomes like uh, you know right you start from designing implementation execution all that you should have a view of thinking of a strategic view which you takes for a foreseeing the future of what it can be uh, right as we grow today we are at x number of people and tomorrow we may have the you know y number of people as per our b plans now how do you design your uh, you know policies or how do you uh, how do you download your thoughts to the uh, you know resources and how do they accept that becomes more challenging and how do you bring the diversity in in the you know process or an activities or a systems which you which you implement uh, right we may have to think 
uh, on a long-term basis, on, on a strategic basis, when the numbers are increasing. So how do you align with the company's culture and the, uh, you know, uh, the expectation and the goals, mission and vision of the company, which is aligned. We have to ensure all these, you know, pieces and put together, which, you know, gives the, on a longevity when we see that strategic decision, so HR becomes more pressurized. And I would say they are in the spotlight, you know, to think the 360 view. I mean, they have been pulled at all the corners, right? I mean, they they are answerable to the employees and they are answerable to the man and balance both of them and bridge the gap what we have between, uh, you know, company and the uh, resource. So that's what I would say that, you know, HR, uh, being it in HR has to, you know, think more about how we can, um, uh, you know, how we can uh, implement these designs, what we are thinking and how, how the employees would accept this and, you know, start, uh, you know, they, the inclusion is most important. If, if they, you are not bringing the inclusivity in the company when we have a diverse workforce, that would be a bigger challenge for anyone as we grow. I mean, we have to align the cult, cult, culture of the company and also the, you know, uh, the thought process of the employees and the uh, senior management level and put all together becomes, you know, it becomes more pressure. Like, how do you get a resource? Once, once you get a resource to the company, how do you make them align to our culture? How do you make align to our requirements or an achievements or a goals of the company, right? This entire journey of an employee life cycle is being responsible responsible taken by the uh, HR and they they becomes more responsible and they become more, uh, you know, um, kind of crucial uh, situation uh, to handle these kinds of scenarios. Yeah. Right, right. Very well said because uh, being in HR, it's mostly the the, the people initiatives, right? And uh, there's always a saying that, okay, uh, people management is one of the very most interesting thing. And at the same time, it's quite challenging also. It's it's been it's been like kind of an you know um, roller coaster I would say for the HRs you know to think right from end to end of you know the employee entire life cycle and one is the business we should keep in mind and the others is the resources how do I make this both balanced and you know equal uh, as we grow we we come up with different number of I mean uh, diversity of peoples right how do you align that people to our the existing culture I should ensure that always the culture is there you know followed entire the growth of the company. So this becomes yeah quite really a thing, but you know all the HRs out there are doing very well you know in handling in this uh, in this situation any any kind of situation maybe even in this pandemic they had been wonderful you know I'm I'm hearing all the HRs has taken very well initiatives you know to ensure that you know balance and employees has been balanced you know uh, the work life balance has been taken care or it's the achievements or the goal or a vision everything is kept in the the you know mind while we. Uh, design new processes uh, in this pandemic. Yeah, correct. I think uh, all the HRs needs uh, kudos now for having done a wonderful job during these uh, uh, pandemic times, right? Definitely, there had been a you know why I'm hearing from all the uh, corners of the world and you know, saying that HR has been has done a you know a fantastic Phenomenal job challenge. during this time. It's not only just creating you know birthday bashes or something, true, but true, right. these kind of thing. How do they balance out the you know business continuity that made more meaningful uh, at a strategic level? Definitely, yes. Very well said, uh, Gracie. Yeah. Gracie, uh, you are quite good in uh, writing the articles and then. You're just reading one of other articles that you've written on work from home culture. Yeah. Uh, you are of the belief that the future of the work will uh, have a blend of uh, both hybrid model of work from office as well as work from home uh, combination. 
So what yes. will be the challenges uh, the people managers will face while formulating policies of these kind of uh, hybrid models? So hybrid models, I you know I would first suggest that well, all the industries, and it depends on industry to industry. All the industries cannot go on hybrid model workflow. I mean uh, work model. And uh, when we talk about specific industries, the HR managers has to the people, uh, you know, to understand what is the work role of an you know workforce. Right, role is most important. Whether that role is, uh, you know, uh, full time working from home is it possible or in hybrid? So it becomes that how do you decide the ratio of hybrid model? Uh, you know, it can be 90-10, it can be, you know, 80-20, uh, or it can be 50-50% of hybrid model, but it depends on industry to industries. So according to your industry, so what is that model? It will work for you because you have to balance it out and you have to ensure the achievements has been done and the goals has been achieved for the company. So that's first part of a decision. You know, I would say you have to understand like what model will work for you. I mean, it's not like entire 50-50% or you will go at a, you know, 90-10% considering the majority of workforce and what kind of roles is, is if somebody, some companies are at a service industries, you know, this completely cannot be on a hybrid model, you know, and, and some roles can be on hybrid model, but some, some roles have to be on there on the, you know, front end, uh, uh, you know, handling the customers and things like that. So, so which are the roles that can be, you know, take considered as a hybrid model and how, what is the percentage? What is the ratio that we can decide for these kinds of roles as a hybrid model that becomes a itself a one bigger, uh, you know, question mark or a challenge for in front of all the HRs, like, what do we decide? on a long-term basis. This is not today, like, you know, today we are on lockdown. We have decided based on the, uh, you know, situations, but on a long-term basis, how we can design these roles, uh, you know, on an hybrid model that the has to be, you know, thought through and discussed uh, between the business and the team, you know, to understand like, yes, these are the roles which can be performed on a hybrid model in the, in the ratio of like, whatever we decide and as per the business requirement. Yeah. And second is how how do you uh, revisit your policies? How do you revisit your uh, processes? Right when when you plan, I was I was just designing my L and D you know uh, training materials. I was telling my sharing with my team that you start designing your our content you know which is on virtual and in person. So we were the team like we were I mean we were traveling across and we were meeting people you know we had to connect with people and also the trainings were delivered uh, you know in person. Now post COVID it has completely changed. Right. So I was I was telling my team you know you have both the models you know in place you know if if there is a chances of you know delivering uh, the training in person we should have the model and the methodology how we do it and at the same time on virtual how do we connect people connecting people makes more important in the uh, training so how do we connect on the virtual so what kind of activities that you have to create that to make them more active on the learning uh, and then they 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 understand the learning and they take up the learning. So that becomes more important in person or in virtual. How do you have this both the ways, you know, achieving our goals? Like, you know, yes, we have done some training and that has been the impact has been there. So how do you create that? So these were the things like, you know, we, we had to start thinking like, you know, whether it's a policy or a process or any, any decisions we take at the table, we should be thinking of how do we make sure that, um, the hybrid model, uh, you know, if it is a hybrid model, how can we work? And there's there's no impact to the business. So that, that's been, uh, you know, kind of uh, critical or crucial decisions or a thought process we should be taking it while we are designing the process. 
Yeah, definitely. Well said, Grace. I think creativity would play a major role here because every time we have to be yes. so creative that uh, uh, it has to be a blend of both making it fun as well as at the same time uh, seeing the, the end goals are met. And especially, yeah. when, especially when people are working in remote locations and it so be, it becomes so uh, important, okay, how do we make the people involved at every stage? And then what is that motivates them to just be involved? And then what is the incentive that they get when they're getting involved at every stage? Exactly, rightly said. I mean, the inclusivity makes them, you know, I mean, in the virtual, you know, I see that, that, you know, the connect of, I mean, somewhere we are missing the human touch, right? That's what is always the HR would be thinking, how we connect, have the human touch. But how do you, now we have to think in a different and a create out of the box, like in uh, by the virtual, how do we do this? I mean, in person only is not possible during in on the virtual. Also, we can bring all these things and yes. make it more meaningful of conversations when we have uh, or the learning, anything we decide, right? Or the, um, you know, workforce uh, when we have a different uh, diverse uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well said. And and we all know that okay, when any of the policies are made, when any, any of the policies uh, change, <coughs> the data that we collect plays a major role in any of the means, right? For us to just see the growth uh, uh, moving forward yeah and especially in these times with data sipping in uh, almost in every field so how important is it for the hr managers or the people managers to have a, a more data driven approach so i would say data driven approach is one is like you bring the transparency in your decision making uh, right in uh, whatever i mean you will avoid the bias in the system uh, you know when you uh, your decision is backed up with the data so i am taking a decision based on a data for a long term and also it it gives us helps us in doing the proactive decisions uh, right i see the data and i see that this is a trend has been in my data for the last 6 months so how do i reengineer my processes how do i change my policies and processes as as companies in evolving stage this data driven approaches has tremendously helped us out you know to take a right decisions uh, uh, you know, each and every areas, whether it matters of talent acquisition or talent management or any any pieces of HR, you know, the data driven approach will help any HR, you know, to take a right decision to be transparency in the uh, system and uh, also on a long term strategic decision to be taken. Uh, right. When we have a data, we know that how the uh, trend has been in the last six months or last one year. So I would be taking a decision foreseeing that, uh, you know, how I would. Uh, bring the changes or if, if I'm bringing the changes, is it a risk, uh, right? I can foresee by the data, right? So data-driven approach is quite important to all the HRs out there. And I would say request that, I mean, I would urge that uh, HR should be looking to how we can capture data. So when we, one is like, how do we get the inferences through the data decisions to get that, you know, we need a big data. So how do you start capturing the big data right from end to end process you know, capturing data also becomes more critical to any HR uh, team. Yeah, definitely well said, uh, Gracie. Okay, so <clears throat> um, how important uh, is it, do you think, for an organization to have a strong uh, diversity and inclusion policy? Yes, we did speak about that a couple of minutes back, but yeah. we, did not, uh, we did not touch upon more uh, in, in detail of that because I was always uh, wanting to just take it as uh, one of the key uh, point of discussions because I know that okay, that plays a very important role for any organization. Uh, right. Yeah. So that uh, diversity and inclusion has been a trend now. I mean, I hear every corner of, uh, you know, uh, asking, I mean, talking about diversity and inclusion. I would say diversity, uh, you know, in two angles. One is from the pers company's perspective and one from the employee's perspective. 
So what is that, you know, as a for company, I'm giving the value addition when I bring the diversity in work, workplace, uh, right? I mean, when you when you say diverse itself, uh, you will you know have the uh, you know visions of diverse ideas that you are bringing to the table. That's that's a value addition which you are giving to a company, right? I mean, uh, the different thoughts, different innovators, different um, you know creativity uh, when it comes from a different uh, you know diverse workforce. That itself is a biggest strength for a company to you know as they grow becomes a you know critical or a uh, element for a company for anything uh, when they uh, implement the new processes or a change management you know when we bring a change management this diverse thoughts or an ideas at the table gives very uh, meaningful uh, you know kind of decisions to be taken so that is one thing i would say as a company the benefits the value additions what we give when we bring a diversity is a huge um, you know, it can be a gender, it can be a you know workforce, it can be from the different industries you get the people, or it can be a different colleges you get the people. So all kinds of diverse you know thoughts when it is on the table, definitely that would be an added advantage to achieve the company's goals. And when I talk about the uh, employees, now employees, what do I get benefit when I work from the diverse uh, with the diverse workforce? And our world has been a diversity, you know that. Uh, everyone is aware of that so when when you are uh, working for a company for any company you are you are uh, working as or your entire out of your entire life you know uh, 60 to 70 percent you are you are working with any company so here you are creating your own world so you are going to work with a mini world uh, when you compare with the external world so i would say as an employee viewpoint when you work with a diverse uh, you know you get to learn and share many things uh, with the diverse workforce, you know, uh, you there are a lot of things that you we have to learn from a different sectors of people which comes or different genders which we have in the system or different uh, education sectors. Any any angle it matters the diversity, right? There is a lot of learning and sharing for an employee and the acceptance uh, everything. So once you have these kind of diverse workforce in the mini world and you are ready to you know face your outer world uh, right. right i mean you you have been prepared or you have been uh, you know um, molded to that you know to face any kind of challenges in the outer world so that's what i would see in my perspective like diversity for the employee uh, you know how could they uh, have uh, you know learning curve uh, in the company when they are most of their hours spent in the offices and how do they learn things? And when it comes to company, how do they get some different kinds of ideas at the table, you know, to take a, uh, to view a larger perspective? Uh, you know, any decisions can, when, as we grow, we have to have a larger perspective groups, uh, thoughts, and the decisions what we take, it will be accepted easily from, uh, from the other uh, workforces. Yeah, yeah. So very well said. Having discussed about uh, the importance of uh, diversity and inclusion, do you have any suggestions for uh, the people managers and how they can leverage the diversity in their organization? See, diversity, I would say there is, I mean, the opportunity should be given for any any kind of, uh, you know, uh, workforces. And uh, the opportunity is given and then the, the, definitely the opportunities will be, should be taken in a positive uh, pathway. And then, you know, if, if not, you are not there in the game uh, or you are not there in the race, right? I mean, in the... the the world has been a competitive world and you have the one is the opportunity is is it to get so once the opportunity you have got you have to ensure how you are going to utilize your opportunity there 
so that so we have to give opportunities you know for for the uh, different diversity of workforces so that we are bringing bringing this positive uh, you know thought process in the in the culture or you are aligning to the culture at the same time how do you balance it out how do you create your policies how do you create your you know when you create any when you are designing any policies like you have to keep in mind like we have the diverse workforce how do you uh to create the policies how do you balance it out of for all the diverse uh, employees and and you know some policies may maybe designed only for respective diverse people and it is not supporting the other diverse people i mean they may think you know, you know why this policy is been so so this becomes a key challenge for all the hr managers to think through it in a 360 view and ensure that all the people are achieving i mean all the people are viewing this you know the change management or it matters a policy process it has been thought through keeping them in the mind right that becomes very important and to an any hr like and that becomes a you know starting point of you know to bringing the diversity or leveraging the diversity in workplace so once that you have a success of that initiation you know thinking all this in mind then definitely as you leverage uh, you know it it would support you and the decisions what you what you would take that would end up in a uh, you know achieving the goals of the company yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, th- thanks grisi uh, well said i think def- definitely this was quite informative and uh, there could be definitely some takeaways for the listeners who have actually listened to this uh, suggestions of yours oh, so- thank you very much for this uh, you know opportunity and i would i would i mean i'm actually i am you know uh, uh, like how how would i put this i am i'm still thinking on that but there are a lot of things that you know now as an hr being at the table uh, you know with the decision makers have to think the holistic part of things and okay. you know how to and there is a learning part every 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 phases like okay. we have to learn and and also th- start thinking about how this pandemic has made us you know everybody to you know just you know uh, the changes is you don't have time to change i mean you don't have time to think through it but you have to be prepared for anything which come across so yeah right it's been nice uh, nice talking to you and thank yeah. you very much for this opportunity yeah yeah thank you our pleasure and then thanks for taking out your time and then spending this uh, time with us and then sharing a lot of insights of your experiences and the kind of suggestions that you have given you have given to the listeners thank you so much wish you all the best uh, gracie thank Take you care. stay safe Yeah you too bye yeah, thank you so much